Hi, everyone. My name is Kennedy Tippins. Welcome back to my podcast, Rooted. I am so sorry I didn't have a episode last week. I was at camp having an amazing week there. I thank you for everyone at camp that told me that they support me, all of my new listeners, and all of the people that prayed for me while I was there. I really appreciate it. It was such a spirit-filled week, and I could just talk about it forever. But that's not what we're, um, this episode is not going to be about camp. This episode is going to play into a little bit of what we talked about at camp, but as for like camp stories and fun things that we did, I will not be going into every single story. Now, I will tell y'all right now, my blue team did win, go blue angels, and uh, I'm very proud of my team and I had a few girls that were in my little group that we would kind of discuss like the main session topics and stuff. They asked me, they were like, is there going to be an episode about camp? And I was like, you know, I might be able to make that happen. So this is kind of going to be my debriefing what I thought about the topics that we discussed at camp. And it's going to be a little crazy. My mind's kind of all over the place, but I believe in y'all that y'all will track with me, you know? So with that being said, I'm just going to jump right on in. Let's talk about Passover. Passover is first talked about in Moses' times. The Lord gives uh, Moses and Aaron in Exodus 12 instructions for what Passover should look like. So basically, he told them that he was going to send basically the spirit to come in and kill the first, I believe it's the firstborn son from each household and the firstborn animal, I believe, of each household. I'm not quite sure about the animal side of that, but I know it was the firstborn son of each household. And he was doing this to, uh, as kind of a uh, way to shut down the Egyptian gods. And uh, I believe it was the god of anger at the time. And this is during uh, the uh, plagues, the plague times where Moses was trying to free the Israelites from Egypt and there was a lot of slavery happening. The story of Moses I've talked about before on this channel, but... He told Moses and Aaron to tell all the Israelites that if they wanted protection and the Lord's protection, then they needed to kill a sheep and put the sheep's blood on the doorpost of their household. And the sheep needed to be pure and it needed to be, I believe, under one year old is what my translation my translation says in uh chapter 12 of Exodus, verse 6, it says, you must slaughter the lamb and put the blood and smear on the tops and the sides of the door frame. And it talks a lot about like how to eat it and how to do that stuff. But I want to focus and hone in on slaughtering the lamb, putting it on the doorpost. Let's fast forward 
just a little bit. And uh, let's talk about when Jesus was born in Matthew, uh, I believe it's chapter two. It talks about a completely different subject, but still connected. And I'm going to connect them for you. King Herod sends out the order to kill baby Jesus. Basically, he didn't want anyone to know that he was trying to kill baby Jesus. He just put out an order to kill all of the sons that were under two years old across. Oh, where were they at? I don't remember. Maybe it was Bethlehem. I don't remember the exact city that Jesus was supposed to be in. The angel came to Joseph, Jesus's dad, in a dream and told him that he needed to leave and go to Egypt and get Jesus out of there so that Jesus could be safe and protected. I know you might be thinking, Kennedy, why are you bringing this up? You know, we were just talking about Passover and Moses times. I know that I've talked about the correlation between Moses times and this story about Jesus, baby Jesus having to be removed from King Herod and his reign and whatever. But stick with me. I'm going to make it make sense. So I've talked about before how the Lord was having to do work in Moses's time in order to prepare a safe place for Jesus to go because he fled from King, from King Herod. His family, Mary and Joseph, took baby Jesus to Egypt. But if God wouldn't have been working in Moses's time, years before Jesus was even on this earth, to free the Israelites from the Egyptians, then Jesus would have had nowhere to go to. You know, like there was, that was where he needed to be. So track with me here. We're getting somewhere. This is where things are going to get a little crazy. At camp, our verse was John 1. And in John 1, it says, it refers to John the Baptist talking about Jesus. And he says, behold, the Lamb of God. He is talking about adult grown Jesus. Why is that so important? Here is what we're going to talk about. The Lamb of God. Not the Lion of God. Not not anything big, not a big warrior, the Lamb of God. John knew exactly what Jesus was here to do on this earth. Let's talk about the correlation between John calling Jesus the Lamb of God, the adult Jesus, and Passover. So uh, God told Moses during Passover that if you had the pure lamb blood over the doorpost of your household, then you were protected from the spirit of death. Listen to me carefully. I'm going to say that again because it's important. And I know that a lot of you guys don't like it when I repeat myself, but I'm going to repeat myself. God told Moses and Aaron that whenever you put the physical lamb blood over your physical doorpost, that it protects you from the spiritual side of death, the spirit of death. And their sons would be left alone. You know, the spirit would come through there and see that and know that that house is marked and the obedience from that household and what the Lord is telling them, the obedience of the act of putting blood on the doorpost is 
protection over that house. Fast forward. Here we go. Moving on. John 1, John the Baptist says, Behold the Lamb of God. Jesus is our Lamb, our Lamb now. He was slaughtered. So let's talk about what's the difference between Passover and the crucifixion. We go to the crucifixion. Jesus is our lamb. We're slaughtering him. His hypothetical blood, it wasn't hypothetical in those times, but right now, you know, Jesus isn't being crucified in front of our faces. But from a spiritual sense of it, we should have the blood of Jesus over the doors of our hearts. Are you kind of getting what I'm saying here? Like, ugh. Okay, I'm trying to not like in my head it may I'm really smart in my head and then when I try to say it out loud I sound like so stupid. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get all my thoughts out cuz I have so many thoughts on this. And I want y'all to get the correlation between Passover and the crucifixion. Because Death is a real thing, not just physical death. Like if I died right now, I'm not just talking about that kind of death. I'm talking about like eternal death, like hell. And if you put the blood of Jesus Christ and you accept the blood of Jesus Christ and what that means for you, your sins are forgiven. You accept that you have done absolutely nothing to deserve that. And you accept the fact that you can take it. It's given to you. You can receive it, not take it. You receive it because Jesus and God loves us so much that he did that for us. If you can put that blood over the door to your heart, you will be protected by the spirit of evil, the spirit of eternal death. What I also want you to correlate is that in Exodus chapter 12, it says, oh, well, the sheep has to be one year old. King Herod fast forward to Matthew chapter two, we are talking entirely different halves of the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, entirely different time periods. One of these times, Moses is walking the earth. The other time, Jesus, baby Jesus has just been born. A, our savior has just entered the earth and King Herod puts out orders to kill all of the baby boys that are two and under. Now, there's two options for that. There's one-year-olds and there's two-year-olds. I know that I talked in the abortion episode about this, but I think that there is a giant significance in the fact that people in power put out orders to kill kids. Every single time in biblical history, And our history today, when kids are being targeted, it is because there is a deliverer or some type of savior in that generation. And I think that we don't talk about it enough now because now we use words like abortion that throw things over the edge. Back then, it was murder. It was mass murder. Now we call it abortion. 
I have I have two episodes out on this and you can be mad at me for saying that right now, but go listen to my other two episodes before you get in my Instagram DMs about it so that I'm not talking about things that I've already talked about on here. But think about it because during the times of Moses, Pharaoh gave out the same order about the baby boys two and under to be killed. And Moses was in that group and he was saved by his mom and he ended up being raised by Pharaoh's daughter and became a prince, this whole thing. And Moses was one of the biggest deliverers of biblical times and not just biblical times, but in history, he freed the Israelites from Egypt that created a pathway for fast forward, baby Jesus is here now. Well, not now, but you get what I mean. Baby Jesus was here. King Herod is giving out the same order that Pharaoh was giving out. But because of Moses's obedience in what God was telling him years prior, baby Jesus fled to Egypt, which once gave out that same, that same order. What? That's crazy. And then, like, for in Moses' time when adult Moses was being told that this lamb has to be one or under, like a baby lamb, a baby lamb. And I think it's because this is my opinion. This is not biblically based. I want you guys to hear me in that. This is not biblically based. This is my opinion. It says that the lamb must be pure. And I know we talked, we talk about how babies are pure, you know, like babies aren't just out there like drinking and being crazy and they're babies. They don't know. They don't know any better. Now, kids are incompetent, not innocent. There's a big difference. But babies, like, they don't even know, they're not even conscious about what's going on. So, it is because I believe that God said that because, like, the lambs were pure because they were little. I think it had something to do with the message of that now, do I think sheep can like are out sinning when they're like two or three years old? No, but in my head, that's just how things are playing out. Now, we didn't kill Jesus as a baby. They tried, but Jesus stayed pure throughout his walk on earth. And therefore, I think that's why he got crucified as an adult. Like there was things that there was a bigger plan in that there wouldn't have been a point in Jesus coming to this earth if they would have just, if if King Herod would have just killed him when he was a kid. You know, he would have just been like the other kids that got killed by King Herod during that time. Like, there was a mass murder happening. And Jesus was saved from that, just like how Moses was saved from Pharaoh and then they grew up. Now Moses was for sure not pure. Moses was a murderer and had severe social anxiety. 
and he was for sure not pure, but his deliverance was a different type of deliverance because he also had a different type of obedience in that. Like Moses needed Aaron to just speak for him because he had social anxiety. Like Jesus walked with a totally different type of obedience and authority. And we'll talk about that on a different time. But at camp, we talked about the Lamb of God. And we talked about what it means to behold. And because John says, behold the Lamb of God, behold means to stand there and just kind of like, of course, you know, I'm going to be at camp all all week and I'm not going to be able to tell you what the theme of the camp like I know what it means in my head I told you I'm so smart in my head but it's just my words don't always line up with my knowledge if that makes sense but um but behold meaning to stand there and be in awe of what's before you and be focused on what's in front of you and we talked about beholding stuff that we shouldn't and beholding God, what does that mean? And I uh, have been doing a lot of thinking about the correlations between Passover, King Herod, crucifixion, the Moses connection of everything. What is a lamb of God? Like, what does that mean? Why did he not say lion of God? Because the lamb of God was here before the crucifixion the lion of God is coming back. That's the part. That's what we're missing. We have hit a lot of milestones. The lion of God will have its day. I can't wait. I, well, actually, to be honest, I probably could wait because there's a lot of stuff on this earth that I really want. Now, obviously, I'm not going to be sad like whenever my time comes and it's like, well, Time to go spend eternity with Jesus. Like, I'm going to be so excited. But selfishly, like, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I have a lot of stuff on this earth that I want to get done. I want to get to 10K streams, which will hopefully happen next week. Like, selfishly, there's stuff I want to do. But when I really think about it for longer than, like, five minutes, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take being in heaven with Jesus and, like, all of the famous biblical people over this all day long all day long you know like one minor inconvenience I'm like lord take me now this is it anyways that was kind of a lot and I really hope you guys are hanging in there with me um I promise I'm gonna get a guest back on here soon (laughs) I realize that it's been three weeks since you've had a guest on here um but you know I hope that you guys are doing really well. I'm going to get back on social media soon, um, maybe. But I just really appreciate all the encouragement I've been getting. Like I might have mentioned, I'm about to hit 10K streams total, which is crazy. Um, We're not even at a half a year yet. Well, maybe we are. I don't know. I'll do the math. No, maybe we are. But... That's what I have for you guys today. I love you all so much. If you're listening to this and you were at camp with me, you know, 
you heard a lot of this all week and I really hope that this just kind of gave you some food for thought. If you weren't at camp with me, I know for a fact this probably gave you some food for thought. Um, Yeah, so I hope you guys have an amazing week and I will see you guys next Wednesday.